today's times, when even though we may be working from home, we find ourselves busier than ever. When can we fit in time for the gym? Is it open? What are the protocols? It's just so confusing. The easiest solution is to work out from home, but the cost of equipment can be so high. And how do you stay motivated? How would you like to have live, at-home, real-time interactive coaching from international award-winning coaches? You can have all of that in one app, the Knock Academy. The app is customizable for your schedule. Grab a workout in the morning before you start your day. How about a Pilates session at lunch? Strength training when you're finished your workday or start your weekends with core training or a rejuvenating yoga session after a busy week. Knock Academy is live. Your instructors can offer real-time feedback, motivation, and instruction, all from the privacy of your own home. Check out the Knock Academy. That's N-O-C-K Academy. Listeners of Start Talking get 20% off your first month. Just use the discount code WEAS when you sign up. The Knock Academy. It started on a better you today. everyone, and welcome to another episode of We Ask, the Let's Talk Thursday edition. Today, I'm having a wonderful conversation with the lovely Gareth Nock. How are you, Gareth, today? I'm good. Very good day. Good day. I like uh, I like Tuesdays. We're, it's it's on Thursday, but we're recording on a Tuesday. Tuesdays is a good day. It was uh, full of wonderful moments and being present. So wanted to share that. That's a success in its own. That's lovely. I'm glad that you're great. I'm glad that you're good. I see, we what, all you need... I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> we all need a little bit of that in our life. Um, I want to, without wasting any time, I want to dive right into the topic I chose randomly for our, for our conversation today. And You know, we've talked a lot on this podcast about goal setting, about having timeframes, about setting goals. I don't want to talk about any of that. That's not where I want to go. However, the topic that I have in mind that I do want to discuss is aligned with goals. It's aligned with setting timeframes for ourselves. And that is how do we measure success? How do we define success? Is it harmful? Is it beneficial? Where are we when it comes to that word? You know, we talk about perfection so much and we now have stopped using it (laughs) in our We As platform because we know that that's something you can never strive towards. You can never possibly achieve. Is success similar or is it not? So to start us off with this discussion, Gareth, my question to you is how do you in your world Define the word success. Love it. Great topic. Uh, Excited to dig into this a little bit. I have quite an obscure, maybe it's not obscure. Um, It makes me sound like I'm hyper intelligent though when I say that. Uh, I have an obscure answer. And my definition of success is all linked to what my 
so it's linked to my purpose or my why, my why statement, how I do it, what I do everything for is is how I define success. So basically success is firstly finding that purpose and mine's kind of twofold, but it all links to service, acts of service. And when I was able to identify it, you know, the why or whatever you refer to as the purpose, you know, meaning of life, whatever it is, however you kind of, you know, conceptualize that. When I could pinpoint it, that was success in itself. And then I could easily look at everything ahead of me when I was setting a goal, looking to achieve something, had an idea of achieving something. I was never really clear whether it was the right thing to do until I really dialed into why and kind of really made those categories of what my kind of purpose and what I was meant to do, what I, you know, what I believe that to be. Now I can look at those things and say, am I doing this with the right out? Is it the right trajectory? Because once I know what it is, I can aim that, you know, target. My trajectory is going towards this and everything I do needs to be in that direction. So that's how I initially decide, you know, there's a thousand things I could be working on or achieving. How do I decide what to work on? So it has to be in that alignment. Um, and, and I can talk about all the many things that I do and, and how they all align. And then it's all about, I guess, actually doing what we both know so much about and the listeners would have heard about. And, you know, is we set we set a smart goal associated to that. So that's kind of my long winded answer. And I don't know that it's really a def. I don't know that I really have a definition, but I know that it sits in that alignment and that trajectory of where I need to be going. I think with that answer, you proved how it is a loaded question because it's not something that you can just define right off the bat, even though Google would define it as the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. That's what Google would define it as short, simple, to the point. Ironically, you talked about purpose and feeling that it was knowing you were successful was when you knew it was aligned with your purpose. So then I guess my more philosophical question for you is, can you know you're successful without knowing your purpose or do you need to know your purpose? Now, purpose can be very simple. Purpose could be, I want to run 10K. I want to graduate high school. I want to save $10,000, right? That could be your purpose or your aim. And you could be successful by knowing that that's something measurable you could work towards. But I know you, and I know that that's not what you were referring to with purpose. You were referring to something a lot deeper. You were talking about your purpose as Gareth, as a being, as a person with your future vision, how you want to leave your mark in this world. And I would agree, or I would argue, not agree. I would argue that you can, people can accomplish many things in this world and not feel successful. And it depends on how we define success for ourselves. And so I guess my second follow-up question to you is, when, how long ago did you find out what your purpose was? And did you feel successful 
prior to knowing your purpose? Yes. So that was the answer to the second question. Um, yes, I have felt moments of success in many things that I've done. However, reflecting back, it was things where I was acting towards my purpose without knowing it. And I didn't really know what the purpose was. And it, I didn't really, I don't know that I didn't know what it was. I kind of had an idea, but it took me taking a really deep dive and working on myself to figure out really what it was and having amazing conversations that we have on the show, talking to amazing people and kind of figuring it out, really understanding that I had this like twofold purpose and it was about, it was about service and, you know, and that's a very generic word. Um, it sounds like I'm, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, it sounds like a job, but service is, is what I kind of see as that, as that purpose. And I didn't, truly understand why I chose to do what I did as a career or the direction I took in my life and my family life until I understood that. So it was probably a recent thing, the last couple of years, as I really started to understand. And it was because of some questions around that, right? How did I, how would I define sex? Like how, how would I divide, define success? What does that look like for me? You know, what's my, what's my end goal, whatever that might be. And I don't think it's an end goal. But and 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 to answer your second question, I guess with the, um, uh, did I find points of success? Yes. However, I feel like there's this like like there's the hub or like the genesis or the anchor to your purpose. So if you think of it as like a you know you're the center of that and you're 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 the purpose, whatever that is, you're the center of that purpose, and all these other things need to be kind of um there needs to be some gravitational pull into that purpose. You can have other things that are successful. You can make enough money to buy the house you wanted or the car you wanted, or you wanted to, you know, have this vacation or whatever. And these could all be all things that are floating around there around you and your kind of ecosystem. Right. However, I don't feel like they're drawn. There's not this gravitational pull back into the purpose unless you know what it is. And unless those things are aligned. So I've spent my time being successful in certain things and then realizing it's not really, of, it's not of importance to me and it just kind of floats around there and it's not got that pull back in and that's what's made me narrow my focus a little bit and remove a lot of the peripheral stuff so i would say something like for me i could have and i did this as a you know a younger younger person is you know made enough money to buy a car that i really really liked but it never really felt like it was success although i'd done it and i'd saved the money and i bought it for good at the time right for example winning an award for coaching that is something that fills me with pride and is linked to success because it has that gravitational pull back to my purpose. So if that helps kind of give the two examples. I get it. Um, I'm going to share, be a little bit more personal and something that I usually keep very close to my chest. I'm actually going to let our listeners kind of have um a little more insight into the life of Aaliyah. I like it. So I would be, if I was to be honest and raw in this moment with you, and it's, you know, it's a let's talk Thursday. Why not? Um, I would say that success is probably something that I have struggled with in my life. Not because I haven't accomplished things that others would deem successful, but because of my aspirations to always want to do more because of what my expectations are 
or had been of myself. In my earlier stages in life, I found that I was competitive. If you ever play Monopoly Deal with me, for our listeners out there that are diehard listeners and who are personal friends of mine, you know how competitive I am. Um, but I, I've been a competitive person since I was a little girl. So when I was young, being successful was winning a game, having the highest mark in class, um, being able to win a competition, scoring that last goal. Those were moments of success for myself, right? As I grew older, did the competitive spirit stay? Absolutely. But then I became competitive with myself. So it became more of how can I beat or outdo what I just did and continue to show myself that I'm growing and becoming better? How can I prove that? And I, I got into this realm of having to prove my success um, in probably, you know, not, I wouldn't say not now, but my earlier years, but not my youth. Um, so, you know, trying to give you a perspective of where I was at, I would probably say, high school, early first year university, I wanted to prove my worth by the things that I would deem successful. What I would define as, as success then would be different as what I would define it now, of course, because the interesting thing about success is that it's constantly um, evolving as we evolve and what our purpose is. And as we become more in tune and aligned, similar to what you just shared, what we see as success and what we value to be successful is can change. But if I was to really be honest about those high school years or my first earlier years of university, it was not only about feeling successful by maybe getting to where I was um, or being on teams that I was or, you know, starting in the, I was working from a young age. So, you know, being the top performer at work, I was in sales since a very young age wouldn't be a surprise to many of our listeners. Um, but it was also about other people recognizing that success and wanting that affirmation. And in time, I learned that that just meant that I needed to love myself more because I was looking for validation for others to celebrate my success, for me to feel my success. And then when I wasn't being validated or I wasn't being acknowledged by others, I didn't think I was successful, even if I was doing everything that caused me to get those results. So for example, let's just say an associate top performer award. If I still got the best scoring results, but I wasn't recognized with that award because maybe that month they didn't have it, then I would question if it was seen or recognized and seek that validation. That really started to toy with my mind the way that I saw success. Now, Another aspect that I would say for it is that I found that sometimes depending as I grew older, um, not to date myself or age myself, not there yet, still not where I'm at with my current age, but just explaining the journey of success. Um, as I got older, um, I found that even if I had things to celebrate that were achievements of mine, nothing was good enough unless I had attained the bigger goal. So I would focus on what I hadn't done as opposed to all the things that I did. And did it drive me to be where I am today in some way? Yes. Am I someone who's constantly thinking about the future goal? Absolutely. Did it humble me? 100%. But I kind of wish if I could speak to that little girl, um, 
you know, probably about 10 years ago, I would wish that I gave her, I would tell her to celebrate those moments and tell her to be proud of herself for those moments and to own those moments as opposed to have inner dialogue that puts her down and focuses on what she hadn't done yet because she was doing so much that would in turn long run, get her to where she wanted to be. And for me, that struggle, another inside secret into the life of Aaliyah is that I was financially in debt. Now this wasn't through carelessness. Um, maybe some of it, I mean, we all live a little, but my, um, my debt that I had was due to having to pay for things that I didn't want to put worry on my family for. Um, I'm the youngest in my family. And um, with that, my family, I I would say that I was middle-class. My parents worked really hard for what they had and I wasn't handed anything from a little, from being little, never. And I needed to work hard. And so I put on this huge task of having to pay for certain things that was probably bigger than I could chew. And that got me into some debt. And what happened for myself was that even though I was accomplishing so much to be successful for that debt was clouding my brain. And I couldn't celebrate any of that because I felt guilt for not achieving that big goal for not having taken away that debt, even though I was smart to start to chip away at it constantly. And I, I am debt-free, I will say. Now, if you would have asked me many years ago, that would have seemed like a mountain. And so I know this is a long-winded answer, but I think it's important to understand that success isn't something that's easily defined. Success is something that's personal. Success is something that you either choose to celebrate or you choose to feel that you've never achieved. And it's really important that we are kind to ourselves to give ourselves the understanding and break down that word to be able to allow us to motivate ourselves and and celebrate those milestones along the way that are geared towards our purpose. Because I personally don't feel that you can ever really truly find out your purpose until you actually see what you enjoy. You actually see what brings you happiness. You actually see what makes you feel good. But if you're constantly in your head thinking that you're not successful, it's going to be very hard to determine what brings you that joy, what brings you that happiness, what entices you to wake up in the morning, because you're constantly going to be working towards wanting to be successful. I don't know. Maybe that was too long-winded. Maybe I didn't prove my point. Hopefully you got where I was coming from. But that's kind of like where I'm going with this. I um I almost forgot. I was like, oh, well, I'm going to have to say something in a second. I forgot I was recording a podcast. I was just busily listening away to you. Um, <laughs> it makes me think of something that I hooked onto a few years back, which was a quote. And I don't know what the actual quote was because who cares? It was like two years ago, probably longer. But it was something along the lines of um, you can be happy yet not satisfied um or content sometimes it's kind of where i go a little bit with that too right that you can be content with where you are and not be satisfied with where you are because like you said things change what i believe and i don't know if that kind of lands with you or that kind of brings together a little bit of what you were saying because i think we can continuously be 
we can find places of happiness um we can find contentment in what we're doing every day you know the, the the job we do the business we run the people we're around the family we have whatever it might be right you can feel content you can be present i shared at the very beginning about how i've had a day like that today however i'm not satisfied and there's always more to do and there's more to attack and there's more goals to you know achieve and there's more things to set and as you mentioned i think that it, it kind of sums up a little bit of what where you were going because you mentioned that the goals can change and the things you want to achieve can change and the direction of things can change. I 100% agree with you. That is life. And I talk about this when we talk fitness all the time as people set a goal and it changes along the way. However, my opinion is your purpose does not. So the goals can continually change. And when there's like that end goal, it's not an end goal, but like I said, that you're the, the nucleus of it is the is that gravitational pull. Like if I know my purpose, everything else around it can change. I can be working really, really hard and focused on this part of your business or your life or your finances or your family. You can do all those things, but they're geared all back into it and you'll start to see where they, they're not important anymore because they're not, they haven't got that pull back to the, to that nucleus, that, you know, that purpose that you have. So I, I didn't really have anything other than that insightful to say, but that was kind of where my head went that I've, I've, so I think what I was trying to say and what I was going to say straight away, but wanted to give a little bit of an explanation before was that I have found in the last few years true happiness in many points of my life, but I'm still not satisfied. However, I spent a lot of my life going from thing to thing, achieve one thing, go to the next thing, achieve. Oh yeah, that's great. Next thing. What are we working on tomorrow, right? Like I would maybe, like I mentioned earlier, like I'd win an award, something that I was really proud of. And when I look back, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so proud that I did something that was geared towards my purpose and I got an award for it. However, I literally got that award and two days later, I'm like, all right, what do I need to do now better? Rather than sitting in it and in enjoying it. I found the ability to do that because I've highlighted what my purpose is. So now I can say, hey, you know what? Celebrate that celebrate being a great coach celebrate being a great parent and that's kind of giving some idea of where my purpose sits because i've served in a certain way and given and that for me is success however there's always more there's all you can always do better you can always grow you can always develop however it can wait a couple of days while i enjoy where i'm at so then my question to you because i totally understand what you're saying is what would be your advice for our listeners to be able to discover their purpose and not give a macro, give a micro example, actually give tools and tips that worked for you in the hardest of times to be able to help you get to the point where you now know what your purpose is. I want you to think prior to knowing that a few years ago, yes, you would have had moments that are successful that felt good because they were aligned with it. But prior to being able to say acts of service is your purpose, what did you do yourself to really start to understand what your purpose was so that you could feel success in what you were doing? Yeah, great question. Um, you need to do, and this might be still a bit macro, but you need to do the hard fucking work is what you need to do. That's my advice. And and I'll go micro on it, but that's the overall statement. And that might, you know, and if you, if you add an allergic reaction to that, um, suck it up because that's the truth. Uh, and I wanted to say that because it elicits a reaction. And if it does elicit a reaction in, in anyone listening is it, it, the truth is you have to do the work. And by that, I mean, you need to find time and space to be with 
your thoughts. You need to think things through. doesn't matter how upset, anxious and fearful it makes you. Do it. Sit in it. Understand it. Go through that hard stuff. You need to read. You need to educate yourself on, you know, psychology and how the brain works. And you need to listen and read and, you know, podcasts and books. And these are the things that I've done. So they're just not the perfect answer. But to, to share, you know, very specifically what you asked is they're the things that I did. I immersed myself in listening to podcasts, recording podcasts, being a guest on podcasts. It made me have more deeper we as conversations about me and who I was as a man. And it made me start to highlight those things that were important to me. The other big thing, so that's one big chunk. You have to do that work. You have to be willing to go beyond your comfort zone and what you understand the world to be so you can grow. Because when you start to grow, it starts to really highlight what's important to you. So that's my first tip. My second tip, you need to spend some time journaling, thinking, however you process stuff, writing it down is popular for some people, recording sometimes, whatever it might be is you have to isolate times, moments, times in life, weeks. It could be weeks, could be days, could be minutes of things that bring you the most present joy and happiness. When you find those things and you have a list, let's say you decide you start making a list tomorrow and you've got five things written down that you so it might be you know it was uh it was delivering a presentation at work and it was being uh, out playing baseball with my son and it was whatever it might be and then you're going to start to look at those things and you're going to start to see all the things that align so for me i did exactly this i looked at things like presenting at conventions the high and the joy and the nothing else was in my mind and it was you know the best place i could possibly be spending time with my family, being in those moments, etc. So yeah, I had all these things and I started to see this correlation of all these things where I felt like I was like, I need to do more of these things because these things bring me the most joy and they make me feel the most happiness. I started to do that and then you can start to really narrow them down a little bit and start to see where it is. And then in that process, you're doing the other stuff. So you're starting to learn like I did, new words. I did a great show a few months back with, uh, with Mia Jarrett. She's an ontological coach. We spoke a lot about how the how the you know the about the being of the being and not the doing as a human and how you develop and so many things like this you learn these new words you learn new things and then you think like oh okay that makes sense and then you start to narrow it down until you find that hub of all those things that and again I'm going to go back to what I said that gravitational pull and then you start to realize oh hold on a minute all these things bring me the most joy and they're pulled into this purpose and all that, all that peripheral shit doesn't matter anymore. That's and I don't claim to be perfect. If you ask me to write it down in a statement, I couldn't, and I baffled my way through it earlier. But that's that's the best two kind of bits of advice, and they're kind of a bit broader than two bits of advice. But they're the two main things, as micro as I can ever make things, which is not one of my skill sets. <laughs> so I am going to add to your list, and maybe um, kind of give it another perspective for the one that's similar. So when you were referring to journaling, um, one thing, I know journaling is not for everyone. Some people don't like it. Some people are just on the gratitude journaling and depending where they are in their journey, journaling is not for everyone. I respect that. I get that. If you're not a journal person, or if you're struggling to start journaling, to be able to kind of 
do some hard, have some hard conversations with yourself. I think the key word is reflect. Reflection comes to mind. And to tag on to or to add on to what Gareth is sharing, um, I want you to, I encourage you, if you're trying to seek what your purpose is or what success is for you, to reflect on the times where you felt most successful in your life and just write them down. But don't just write them down as what the moment was. Start writing about what led up to it, why it felt successful for you. And I think that that will give you some clarity as what part of that whole journey of that goal or of that milestone for yourself actually made it feel successful. You'll start to see a common theme once you have that. I'm a big highlighter person. So uh, once you start to write down six, seven, eight, three, four, whatever it is, highlight the key words that you notice coming up. So for Gareth, he recognized a theme and it was acts of service. So reflecting is great. The other part of it, I think that I would add on is if you're still trying to discover and you're in that process of where you're wanting more, you're seeking something more that you haven't found yet that brings you that joy, that happiness. Honestly, look to the, your surround yourself circle. Look to the people that are in your inner circle. Look to the people that you see as mentors and break down why you see them as successful or why you've selected those individuals as mentors and write down their attributes because that will allow you to get, gain some clarity as to what defines success for yourself so that you can then start to work towards that trajectory. And I think that's really important because I think one thing that Gareth and I definitely have in common is that we weren't always aware of what our purpose was. We may have always been doing work that allowed us to feel successful in moments, but I don't think it was until more recent years that either of us started to truly feel comfortable enough in our skin to say that we were successful, number one, and admit it to ourselves because we were both very hard on ourselves. And number two, living in the present, but in the future at the same time to ensure that we always have things on the go to allow us to manifest that future goal, that future vision, the future purpose, that if we want it left this world today, that that's how we would leave our mark. That's what we would be remembered as. And I think once you start to do that, it will allow you to start to look at the word success in a more palatable way, as opposed to the toxic way that I shared earlier from when I was younger and competitive to when I needed validation to when I couldn't feel success because I was always concentrating on a bigger or wanting more goal. And I think that that's where your relationship with the word and with life and with finding out what career you want to go into, what job you want to take on next, whether you want to be an entrepreneur, whether you want to commit in a relationship, that will actually allow you to have your own definition to that word as opposed to live to the meanings that maybe people have given it to you. And I think that's crucial because I think too often in life, we are living or we are attaching words to ourselves like success to what other people have defined it for us as. And oftentimes that comes from parents, aunts and uncles, teachers, um, siblings, friends even. It can be really powerful, 
But what's more powerful is when we define those words because then they have a brand new meaning, but they can be dangerous if we don't take the time to see the power of them. Because if we don't take the time to see the power in them and we put any blanket definition to it, it can actually change how we feel. So if I put a blanket statement to the word success and I haven't taken the time to what that means for me, I may not ever feel successful. And that could in turn hinder me. It could hinder my growth. It could hinder my motivation. It can hinder my you know, mental health. Whereas if I do take the time and do the work and get uncomfortable to be able to define it for myself and be gentle with myself and realize it's personal. There's no right or wrong. It can be whatever I want it to be. It doesn't have to be what my parents tell me, what my siblings tell me, what my friends tell me, what my coworkers tell me. It can be what I tell me. Then your whole perspective flips and that can be more serving towards you. I want to kind of, before I hand it to Gareth, to kind of add to what I'm saying, I want to share my favorite quote. And I think the reason why it's very fitting for this topic is because success is a word just like perfection, just like goals, just like alignment, just like purpose. They all have so much meaning to them. And I really want you to understand that how much, how much power you have in your own journey. So the quote is, a diamond is merely a lump of coal that did well under extreme pressure. So imagine how brilliant a human being can be by sustaining the pressures of life. Life's challenges are not supposed to paralyze you. They're supposed to unleash your inner strength and help you discover who you are. The more that you allow yourself to be able to sustain those pressures of life, step out of your comfort zone, you know, admit to what's challenging, but not give into it, the more you're going to be able to be in that road of discovery of your purpose, of your greater vision, and probably be happier on the other end. Gareth, thoughts? Yeah, I couldn't agree more and, and love that quote. Although it was like a page of a book, but <laughs> that's a long quote. <laughs> I like it. So a couple of things I wrote down here that I'll loop back to. First of all, when you're talking about what's kind of defining success, I think one big one that, that not that you missed it, but we'll say you missed it, is when we look at the world today, social media or digital media, it doesn't have to be social media, but digital media, it's so accessible and it is um, sometimes true life other times not so for me i think the digital media world is defining success without people it's like it's permeating like us as people and we don't even realize it so i think that's really important just to add to your to your amazing points of you know where we get that from right like what's imprinted on us and where we come from in life and everyone that's around us and the businesses we work in and the people all those things you mentioned but also be aware of what you consume from a digital media standpoint because that can define success for us and that kind of links back to um the internal and the external and you've touched on this a few times in it with a few different explanations or you know different words but i think in, in internal and external 
is important. So when we're looking at success, is it internal success? Is it external success? And external success is okay if its genesis is internal, meaning it's your purpose. Because I can say success is, I don't know, something on the surface that people could see, right? But maybe it's an award, maybe it's running a business, maybe it's your family, whatever, something that people can see. If it's aligned to you and your purpose, then it's then it's geared on the internal. If it's for show, for everyone else, then it's ex- external. So I think that's important as well when we're kind of thinking about how people start to find that purpose. And I actually think I have the the micro question. I've, now I've come up with it because I've had a bit more time. Paul. I'm so proud of you for having <laughs> a micro. I hope I hope our fellow podcasters are listening to this episode at this moment in time. Mark's a very special moment in time. It's July 20th, 2021. <laughs> Gareth has a micro explanation, not macro. It's Mic drop. Here we go. 8.32, just to make that even more specific. So it's not really a, I wouldn't say it's a micro definition, but it is a micro. And you asked me about what do I suggest people do to try and find their purpose. So I have the micro. There's one thing you need to do as a listener, as anyone listening, and I'll make a social media tile about this as well. You just need to sit down. Like I said, you need to do that hard work. You need to sit down and answer this question. Who currently defines your success? That's the question. Work on that first. All the other shit can come afterwards. That's the question you need to answer. And not just, oh, it's me or, oh, it's this. Like, do the work. Like, I'm expecting this to take a couple of days minimum of going through this question, a couple of sleepless nights, who currently defines your success? I think the trick to that is that when you first ask that question, it's easy to fall into what people want to hear or what you think the trained answer is. I think what Gareth is talking about when he says the sleepless nights is really be honest with yourself in answering it. And you're not going to share this answer with anyone to our listeners out there, whoever you are, wherever you are, no one needs to know, but it's good for you to know. Speak for yourself. I want to know. You can you can send me a message and tell me because I'm nosy and I want to find out. <laughs> well, I mean, Garrett's nosy, but my whole thing is, is that the only way people are going to really know is if you share it. And the person who needs to know the most is yourself so that you can have influence. So you can make an influence on yourself and your future actions. Yeah, and I think I think it's important that no one needs to know the answer to that question because it can be brutal and you could look at it and say, oh, I just realized that, you know, the, 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 the families on my street define my success because I'm trying to keep up with them by buying the nicest car and having a, you know, this or that, whatever it might be, right? That's it, still <laughs> knowing the answer. You need to know the answer. Don't let him rewind. Because this <laughs> moment of being micro, answer that question. It doesn't yes. have to be overnight. It can take no, no, you no. two weeks, a month. Two months, three months, but know that answer. Yes. No, no, no. hundred percent. I don't go back on what I said. I think that's super, super important. I was going to make a point on that and I've forgotten what it was, but I'll remember. Um, it, yeah, now I can't remember what I was going to say. I was going to say something insightful. Ah, well, <laughs> it's gone now. But yes, that's the question. It's still the question. You have to... Oh, I know what I was going to say. You, you have to find the answer to the question. You don't have to share the answer to the question. However... The question will lead you to purpose. 
the purpose you do need to share. You need to share it with the people around you. You need to you need to share it with those people that are in your life and the influence that you also care about. Because when people know your purpose and you set boundaries, another topic that we're going to go on to in a few weeks, people who care about you, people that are important to you will know what your purpose is. And when you set a boundary, like I will set a boundary around when I record podcasts with Alia and you know the rest of our team for that reason, because it's important to me that I don't do these things. Like I'll never record a podcast on the weekend ever because Friday night comes and I'm done until Monday morning. Like I'm here, I'm with my family, but my people that are close to me know that and understand that. So they'll, they'll say, yeah, sure. Whereas if you don't share that and you're not open about that purpose, once you found it and you you can then set your boundaries and people go, oh yeah, yeah, cool. I get it. Family time is important to you. Weekends are off limits for example. So it's the, yes, you don't have to share that, you know, that brutal truth that you find out for yourself. But as you go down that path and that journey, start to be outward about what that, you know, your why and how the way you live your life is linked to that why. So most people, I couldn't give a shit what they think, but there are certain people that I really care about that I want them to know that and understand that. And generally those people will be okay about it. And other people who aren't, who cares? So, for our listeners, um, first of all, Gareth, very proud of you in this moment. It's going to be a day in history for all of us. Um, <laughs> I'm funny tonight. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> but um, what I will add is that when you're asking who determines your success, success, I want you to, when you first write that down, are you okay with those people that you wrote down determining your success? And if you're not okay with it, you're still you're still on the right trajectory because then you can write down who would you want to determine your success and that will help you come with your purpose. So if you look at those names or if you look at those people that you listed down first and it doesn't feel good, that's okay. Then do the opposite and say, which people would make me feel good. And that's, and that's, what's going to help you come up with that purpose. And it doesn't have to be other people. It can be even just yourself. And and I think we can probably pull that down a little bit. So the the question that we we put was who currently defines your success. So that was kind of me kind of saying, is it you that defines it or is it someone else? Now, what I think the question probably needs to be is who or what currently defines your success? Because the I don't know the type of car you drive defines your success is a what as opposed to a person. So I think it's important as well because some people are going to be driven by what? What clothes they wear, what, and I'm talking financial now, or what body, what their body looks like, right? For example, so we can get into the whole fitness and wellness, we can get into the financial. So I think there's things and there's people that influence that. So when you're thinking, just to be clear, that if you're writing things down and they're not people, totally cool, it can be what defines it or who defines it. And then you need to basically work through that process until until you find that that genesis, that hub of what's important to you. And a good trick for that is just to write why. Why do those things determine it for you? And let it let it marinate. Um, why does that person matter? Let it marinate. Because you might change your mind if that person or thing actually matters when you ask yourself why. Yeah. And it's, we don't often have these hard conversations with ourselves. Um, so 
I think, you know, not to close things off because success is over, always evolving, but I think it's important to have a conversation with yourself regarding the definition of success. I think how you define it will definitely influence the way you feel you measure to it. And I think that can be paralyzing or it can make you fly. And I want all of our listeners to be able to fly. Um, And I encourage you to do that little bit of homework. Gareth and I haven't given homework in a long time, probably since November, December last year consistently. So that's our homework for this Let's Talk Thursday. And if there is something that you feel is hard to measure success by, or if you feel that you can't get past just the goals, that measurement of what that goal is, right? Not being vague, not be like the vague goal versus, you know, um, narrowing it down 10 pounds, 5k, whatever it is. I want you to really think about why am I not going deeper than that? What am I afraid of? Because if you really want to achieve success and have it last in your life, you need to unpack it and you need to be comfortable with unpacking it. So that's our little bit of homework and it's okay. Success is personal. It's personalized. It's individualized to you. Meaning you don't have to agree with Gareth and I on what it is. You know, you don't have to have the same purpose. No one's going to judge you on your purpose. Your purpose is your own. And as you share it, those who know you will respect it over time because they'll understand it. And that's why you're part of their circle of influence. Um, and I will share that, um, you know, I've been working with my company for 15 years on and off. Um, it's going to be 16 soon on and off. And um, I know that I could probably go somewhere else and get paid more. Maybe I could probably do some other things, but I love what I do. And because it brings me that fulfillment, that success that I feel in wanting to wake up every day, wanting to enjoy my life. Life is so short. And I've been reminded of that so many times personally and through, you know, what I've seen others go through that to me, I want to have a life that allows me to enjoy how I spend my hours working. And it makes up for a lot of the life I'm going to live. And for me, there's no paycheck that can take that away from me. That is more important than any amount of money can give me because that's going to make me fulfilled. And I say that because success doesn't need to mean financials. It can mean whatever brings you fulfillment. And that's another word we could unpack for a future episode. So Gareth, any closing thoughts? Yes. Shocker. I know. Um, closing thoughts get uncomfortable do the work when you feel like you don't want to do the work that's exactly when you need to do it that's all i really have to say to wrap up um i i am so fired up right now this is like the the best best episode we've recorded for ages uh love this topic so so intriguing and so many days and hours of thought uh, around this topic. And I actually have, over the past, however long we've been recording for, 40 minutes, I think I have it. 
I think I have my personal definition, but it's very macro. I'm not going to share it right now because I want everyone to go away and think, but I will share it on a future episode. And obviously I'll share it with Aaliyah once we stop recording. Ha <laughs> ha, you won't get to hear it, everyone else. Um, that's it. That's us for today. Uh, as always, appreciate our amazing conversations. Aaliyah doing, uh, always, as always, a fantastic job of posing the topic for today. Um, we appreciate you tuning in and listening. Thank you. If this resonated with you, you got something from this episode or you're going to go away, go away and get yourself a notebook and start journaling about purpose in life and, um, you know, posing our, you know, we, the question we posed today, then please share the episode with someone you love and, you know, get this message out there to more people. We appreciate it. It helps us grow. If you could head over to Apple and leave us a five-star review if you're loving what we're doing. Um, and you can also find us on Patreon and buy me a coffee uh, forward slash start talking uh, where you can contribute to keeping the microphones on and getting this show out and going from 260 odd episodes to hopefully 400 and 500 and you know onwards in the future so thank you so much for tuning in and listening we'll be back on monday with another amazing guest show uh, and Leah is hosting and then let's talk thursday again next week where we will have another amazing this one's going to be hard to top but we're going to have another amazing episode that's us for today remember be the best possible version of yourself you can be keep making a difference in the world we will catch you on the next episode bye